there's really two things that that people are looking for right now in the world and that is uh, they're looking for a brighter future and someone to trust and they're not finding that in politics they're not finding it in entertainment but they are finding it in god and so when we put that podcast out there we were basically saying to the world there is a brighter future and there is someone to trust and and that's god that's god and uh, so we're hoping that that once they are interested in you know listening to the bible we hope that they will study the bible and then we hope even more that they will live the bible they'll they'll do it in their life on january 1st 2021 the bible in a year podcast published its first episode the format was simple Every day, listeners would hear a few pre-selected excerpts from the Bible. Then, the host offers a prayer and a short reflection on them. The average length of an episode is about 20 minutes. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and you're listening to the Bible in a Year podcast, where we encounter God's voice and live life through the lens of Scripture. The Bible in a Year podcast... Oh, and the host is Father Mike Schmitz. He's a priest from Minnesota and kind of, I guess you could kind of say, a Catholic celebrity here in the U.S., mainly because of his work with the publishing company Ascension. It is day 52. We have just left Egypt and the Exodus, and we're entering into the period of the desert wanderings. This is a kind of a big step. And actually, It's a pretty simple concept for a podcast. Here's someone to read you the entire Bible, one day at a time. In hindsight, it kind of seems like a no-brainer that it would be popular. After all, how many people do you know who have tried to read the entire Bible and never made it through? Despite the subject matter and the name recognition of Father Mike, no one really expected the podcast to be such an immediate hit. Within days, it had jumped to the top of the charts, surpassing in popularity podcasts from the New York Times, National Public Radio, and other massively established mainstream organizations. And that success continued. Although the podcast relinquished its top spot by January 18th, 2021, it was back on top by the beginning of January 2022. By the end of last year, the podcast had over 142 million downloads, which equated to about 3.3 billion minutes of listening worldwide. And if you happen to be listening to the Bible in a year, like I am, you've probably noticed that it's now started over. Today, for example, is day 59 of a whole new year. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds... The format for the podcast was developed by Jeff Cavins, who you heard from at the top of the episode. The podcast's popularity surprised even him. Did we know that that was going to happen? Absolutely not. In fact, we already had a number of them pre-recorded before January 1st. And, and to be honest with you, when the show debuted January 1st, 2021, I forgot about it. He was just busy with other projects. But on January 2nd, he got a call from his producer. That said, you're number one in the country. And I wasn't sure what that meant. And I said, number one, what? <laughs> and they said, podcast. And I, I said, you mean the Catholic? No. And I said, religion? No, everything. And that's when both Father Mike and I said, you got to be kidding. And we looked on Apple and sure enough, number one in the country. 
you know, it's been two Januaries now where it it uh, started as number one in the country of all podcasts. That's everything. That's Joe Rogan. That's Ben Shapiro. It's uh, all of the murder mystery podcasts and so forth. And it's two. And, and the the funny thing about it is is that it's it's the unlikely guys. It's two Catholics. The podcast is structured according to the Great Adventure Bible series, which means the readings aren't linear. You don't hear Leviticus immediately following Exodus, for example. Instead, the readings are structured and paired together in such a way as to illustrate the story of salvation and to help listeners better understand some of the more puzzling books and stories of the Old Testament. Jeff isn't new to the world of podcasting, but this was the first time his Bible series had been adapted into a podcast format. With the hopes that it's going to draw them into a deeper relationship with, with God's Word. This week on CNA Newsroom, we'll bring you just a tiny sampling of the thousands of lives touched by God's Word, thanks to the Bible in a Year podcast. I'm your host, Jonah McKeown. Joe Serwak is a Catholic husband and father in the Diocese of Lansing, Michigan. He remembers buzz around the Bible in a Year podcast back in January of 2021. A number of people at his parish told him about it and encouraged him to give it a shot, including his pastor. So he did. He tried it in January. And it didn't quite grab me the first time. Now, it had been a personal goal of Joe's for much of his life to read the whole Bible. He felt it was something he should do. But he hit a stumbling block every time he tried. Kind of get into the Old Testament, and I, I kind of give up. Um, maybe it was all the genealogy and rules of Leviticus and things like that. But I, I, I never was able to get through it. This podcast seemed like a good solution. He gave it another shot in February on a long road trip with his family. We're driving like from. Michigan to Myrtle Beach, we can like listen to like 40, 40 of these all at once. And and I turn it on and my wife dozed off and I'm like, okay, this isn't going to work. And then finally I tried it while walking the dog. And I, I, you know, I had my iPhone, I walked into the woods and I turned on and I'm moving and I'm going places and I started listening to it. And and then there were a few that just grabbed me, and and as and suddenly I'm, uh, it, it, it all clicked. He was hooked, and the Bible in a Year podcast became part of his routine. I I got into a habit where the best day, you know, I can't say I do this every single day, but a, a great day is one where I wake up, I go downstairs, I uh, turn on the coffee machine. And I start playing the Bible in the year. And um, I, I listen to it and I take notes. Joe listened to the podcast all throughout 2021. He said he found that the Bible is just so much more than he ever imagined. They, you know, we read, when you go to Mass every day, you think, they say, oh, well, you hear the Bible, the whole Bible in like three years. And it's like, well, no, you hear you hear almost all of the Gospels, which is very important, and you hear most of the New Testament, but you only hear like 13% of the Old Testament if you go to church and, you know, read the church readings every single day. And it's like, 
it's like you know watching clips of a movie but never having sat down and actually watched the whole movie so when you've read the whole bible it's like oh now i get it it's this is our family story and now i understand it even though podcasting is by no means a brand new technology this was the first time that it's been used to share God's word in this way to such widespread success. And I would put technology in the category of tools. Um, in, in every era, there were tools that were introduced that assisted the believers in proclaiming God's word. Like the Gutenberg Press, for example. Technology is not the end. Just because we are, have a podcast or or just because we have a YouTube video or uh, whatever it might be, a, you know, a, a website, a blog, uh, that isn't the goal. The goal is to dwell in those spaces with very good content. And that is, that is uh, in line with what Jesus told us to do. Jeff said proper use of technology can help make the gospel message more accessible to new generations. We're living in a, an age now where it's incredibly difficult to get people in their 20s to sit down for an hour and listen to something. It's very difficult, or to read something for an hour. And so we, we have to adapt to the needs and the hurts and desires of our age today. And uh, you and I may say, no, I really do want to listen for an hour. I really do want to read that paperback book that's 190 pages. Well, the truth is a lot of people aren't. So we have to adapt to them without compromising the message. And, uh, and pray that God can use that. And that, that's what Paul did. Paul, he used Mars Hill, you know, in the book of Acts. He stood there. Where were the people gathering? Mars Hill. What were they talking about? Philosophy and so forth. He went there. He adapted himself. And he spoke there and had uh, tremendous fruit as a result of it. Joe said he was never much of a podcast guy before the Bible in a year, but he said he loves the community aspect of listening to a podcast and knowing that there are thousands of people around the world doing the same. In a way, he said, this is one of the world's largest Bible studies. There are like four uh, football stadiums full of people around the world that are doing the same thing. The Bible in a Year podcast changed Joe's life, and today he's an evangelist for the podcast. He got everyone in his family, and even some of his friends, a Bible in a Year starter kit with the Bible, the Great Adventure Timeline, and some related books. You know, they might not open it, or, or it might sit on their shelf for five years, but it's like, this is some, this is the ultimate gift. I don't have words to honor you. I don't have the words that could honor what God has done in my life over these last this last year. And being able to be able to walk with you. I don't have the words that can capture that. And so I don't, I'm not sure exactly how to end this. I just, I just maybe I'm not good at goodbyes, but it's not because I don't. Father Mike like I tears up and, and I almost crying in the last, uh, last you know, day 365. And I, you get that because it, it is a community. And I'm so grateful for every one of you. So grateful for your prayers, so grateful for your support, so grateful for just being able to know that I'm, I'm speaking to you as I'm reading the Word of God, and I'm so grateful. And I don't have words that can capture the weight of how much you have meant to me, how much this has meant to me.
So I don't know how to say goodbye. So maybe I'll just say, <sighs> praying for you. And please pray for me. My name is Father Mike. I cannot wait to see you tomorrow. God bless. After the break, we'll hear from another Bible in a Year listener who became a big part of the listening community by putting two of his skills to use, note-taking and jamming on the guitar. Stay with us. Hello, this is Kevin Jones. I'm a longtime journalist with Catholic News Agency. I want to thank you for listening to CNA Newsroom. We bring you the voices behind the headlines. We explore our world together with an eye towards our faith. If you enjoy CNA Newsroom as much as I do, be sure and subscribe to the show. You'll never miss an episode. Subscribing is easy and free on any podcast app like Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just open your phone's podcast app, then search for CNA Newsroom. Click the subscribe button. That way, you'll get our episodes as soon as we post them. Happy listening, and make sure you check out episode 22, featuring yours truly, Kevin Jones. Now, back to the show. There are few people who have paid as close attention to the Bible in a Year podcast as Bobby Semendi. Bobby is a doctor who lives in Georgia. He was raised Catholic, but stopped practicing the faith more than two decades ago. That's until he made a bet with his friend over their favorite football team, and long story short, he lost. You know, I'm a man of my words. So I, you know, come to pay the bet. What's up? Here, here's the money. And my friend's like, no, I don't, I don't want the money. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I lost. He's like, yeah, instead of paying me, I want you to go to confession. And I was like, no, <laughs> you know, like, I don't believe in that. That's, you know, whatever. That's nonsense. Here, just take the money. He's like, no, go to confession. So just to get him off my case and shut him up, I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go to confession, you know? That one experience in confession set Bobby back on the path to practicing his Catholic faith. He became incredibly curious, reading and listening to whatever Catholic content he could. So when he heard that Father Mike Schmitz was going to be doing a podcast reading the Bible in a year, he jumped at the chance to listen. I've never read the Bible completely before. I've read, you know, parts of it here and there. He was already very familiar with the priest's work with Ascension, where Father Mike regularly releases YouTube videos on a variety of topics. You know, he's great. In fact, he's, a, he's my age. He's like a couple years older than me. And funny thing is, when I was a kid, I actually wanted to be a Catholic priest. So Bobby started listening, and he enjoyed the podcast right from the start. But there was a slight issue. Not so much an issue as much as just, well, I'll just say it because I noticed it too. Father Mike can sometimes talk pretty fast. Of every podcast, I encourage people to download the Bible in a year. Oh yeah, he talks so fast. So um, I started taking notes. Remember, Bobby is a doctor, and if there's one skill he really developed in medical school, other than you know all the medical stuff, it was taking detailed notes. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll like brag a bit. I take really good notes. You know, I went to medical school, so so I've been trained to take really good notes. Bobby eventually started sharing his notes to a Facebook group where Bible in a Year listeners were congregating. So I just said, uh, I'm just writing some notes and, you know, here they are in a Google document. If you would like them here, you, you know, you can always go to the good link here and there they are. 
So that's how it began. Bobby's notes proved to be popular. After a little while, a web developer approached Bobby to see if he'd be interested in turning his notes into a website. Once we turned it into a website, it just grew so fast. Um, I think now we have like 170,000 people who uh, use the website and that's in 155 countries. So it's gone, it's gone worldwide and um, that's been pretty awesome. I, I got messages from people all over the world, um, you know, thanking me and all I wanted was to spread our Catholic faith, it's beautiful. Even though they've never actually met in person, Bobby says he really identifies with Father Mike, and that's partly because they're peers. Uh, Father Mike is Gen X just like me, so he made a couple jokes about something being better than Ezra, which is a 1990s alternative rock band, right? The prophet Zechariah. But also, let's let's look at Ezra a little bit. Um, now, some people say that Nehemiah is better than Ezra, but I had to work that back in two days in a row. Here we are in chapter three. And they have a, a, a very famous song called Good. So when he did that, I was like, hmm, that would be cool if we could like, because I play guitar and mandolin um, and the community is so large, it's bound to have people who play instruments or sing, right? So I just put out a little post in the Ascension group saying, hey, anyone interested in making a, writing a song and making a music video for Father Mike as a thank you, you know? Because we just did Ezra and he did it twice. He made that joke better than Ezra. You know, he did it twice, I remember, so. So Bobby got some people together to create a parody of the song as a thank you present for Father Mike. I sent it to Ascension and I said, just can you share with Father Mike and everyone at Ascension, you know? And they said, absolutely, we love it. And, um, you know, I don't know if Father Mike ever saw it. You know, I, I hope he did, but I don't need to know if he did. So there's so many people behind the scenes that did such a great job. This is like one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So what's next for Bobby? Well, Ascension's next project is the Catechism in a Year podcast. And Bobby can neither confirm nor deny whether he's going to be writing notes for that one. I'm very grateful to have been able to help. That's all I was doing. I'm just a scribe. I'm not anyone special. I just wanted, if I could, if I could get one person to come back to their faith through listening to the podcast and reading the study guide, which I have a feeling I have, um, that was worth it. Um, it was all wonderful and worth it. And um, I can't wait for the uh, catechism in a year to start. That'll be fun. And for listeners of the Bible in a Year podcast who have found it hard to get through, he has some simple advice. Just keep pressing play. You don't have to finish it in 365 days. Finish it when you finish it. You know, there's no, there's no catching up. There's no, I fell behind. No, that's, there's no such thing. You know, just get what you get out of it and then do it again. CNA Newsroom is a production of Catholic News Agency and a service of EWTN News. I'm your host, Jonah McKeown. I produce and edit this show with the help of our executive podcast producer, Kate Oliveira. A very special thanks this week to Jeff Cavins, Timory Prevish, Joe Serwak, and Bobby Semendi. And as Father Mike would say, please pray for me. I'll be praying for you. I cannot wait to see you next time. God bless.
We can't wait to see you tomorrow.